Chagiga Davchav Beis Amud Beis, Shur number two. We're 24 lines from the bottom. We just got to finish off with a little proof. The first word of the line is Vahatanya. We set up above that uh, an Ama Aretz is, uh, is believed to have, set, to, have, uh, to have purified his vessel if he says that he made sure not to do the immersion one vessel inside of the other. But he's not believed if he says, I immersed it one vessel inside of the other, but I made sure that it was a kosher mikvah, uh, kosher to, uh, immersion. Vahotanya, we have a proof of this uh, semi-believability. Neman Ama'aretz loyma peris lo hukshiru. That an Ama'aretz is believed if he tells us that the fruits never became, um, so to speak, uh, susceptible to tumah. Aval einu neman, meaning by, by uh, water conductor. Aval einu neman loyma peris hukshiru aval loy nitmu. But they will not be believed, an Ama'aretz will not be believed if he says that the fruits did become wet and therefore susceptible to Tumah, but they were never touched, they were never actually contaminated with Tumah. So this is a, another example of where we would believe an Ama'aretz if he says that everything was perfect, but if he says everything was a little bit problematic, but um, then, then we do not believe him. So now the Gemara asks, Va'agufo Do we really believe an Ama'aretz to say that he has purified his body from Tumas Meis? For Hotanya, the Brisa tells us, Chava Shabal Ahazois, that if a, if a Talmud Chacham comes to have the water sprinkled upon him to become pure um, from Tumas Meis, Mazen Alav Miad, we can sprinkle it immediately. Which means we believe him that he's counted the, the requisite three days between contracting the Tumah and allowing himself to be sprinkled. But an Ama'aretz Shabbala Hazos, but if an Ama'aretz comes to, ha- to become purified, and by the sprinkling of the waters. We only sprinkle the waters on him if he counts in front of us three and seven days, meaning three and then another four days, because he's supposed to be sprinkled on the third and the seventh. So we see that we don't actually believe in Ama'aretz, um, whereas the, the Chaver is believed uh, to have counted the, the right days, and he can just come forward and, and receive the water. We have to, we have, to have a secondary count for the Ama'aretz. So if we don't believe him for the sprinkling, how do we believe him that he became pure? Elohomer Abaya, rather Abaya says like this, He explains, he says, because these sprinklings are the beginning of the purification procedure, and we are being very strict with him, that he has to have come before us, and we have to have been witness to his uh, seven-day counting, so because we're so strict with him at the beginning, we can be lenient at the end. So if he comes before us and says that he's actually finished the entire procedure, so then we can be lenient and believe him. Again, provided that he's undergone that first seven-day period with us, and we are a witness to that, um, then obviously the final purification mikvah will believe him. So now we're going back to the Mishnah to quote the second stringency of Kodesh over Truma. We said that Acharaim, certain parts of the vessel with regards to Kodesh are all viewed as the same thing. Meaning if one part of the vessel got touched by, got contaminated by Tuma, then the whole thing becomes Tameh. Whereas with regards to Truma, it wouldn't be the same halacha. Each part of the vessel is seen as an independent, um, self-standing piece. So my Acharaim v'toich, what are these Acharaim v'toich, the outside and the inside of the Kli? Kedisnan, as it says, Kli shenitma achirav b'mashkin. If a vessel whose outside has become impurified by uh, by liquid, achirav tumein, then the outside of the vessel is impure. But toichoi ugnoi oznoi v'yadov tahirin. 
but the the toichu, the inside of it, the ogno, the rim or the, the, the lip and the, the handles, the other part of the vessels are all tahirin. But but if the inside of the vessel has become contaminated with tumah, kuleitame. Then that spreads to the entire vessel. So now we're going back to the Mishnah again. When we said Ubeisatsvita, that there was a, a certain part of the vessel um, called the Beisatsvita, and that applied to Truma but not to Kodesh. So my Beisatsvita, what is this Beisatsvita? So Amr of Yehuda Amashmul, Rav Yehuda said in the Mishmul, he said, Makam Shatsevitoi. It's, a, it's the place of the, of the vessel that you hand it to another person. Some sort of holding place, some sort of handle. As it says in the Pasuk, that he handed her um, like roasted grain. So there we see that, uh, there we see that it's, a, it's a terminology used for handing something over to somebody else. So that's one opinion. Rabbi Asi Omar um, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Asi said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that no, actually it was Mokim Shenekiya Hadast Soivin. It was actually the place where the very like sensitive people would uh, dip their food. The explanation is given that um, back in the day for their condiments, they would you put, fill up their cup with the condiments and dip it in their cup. And then when they wanted a drink, they would just sort of shake out the condiment and then fill up their cup with, uh, with their beverage. But that was obviously for the sensitive people. They could still taste, taste the condiment in the drink. So they would have this besat svita on the, on the vessel to be able to house separately this condiment so that it wouldn't interfere with the beverage. So Rabibi said, uh, in front of Rav Nachman, and he said that all of the vessels, every single vessel, there's no such, there's no differentiation between the achoyrayim v'toich, the outside and the inside. Meaning that if one of the two, either the inside or the outside became tame, it will spread tuma to the other side. It's all considered one vessel. And that, that applies both to kodshe hamikdash, the holy things of the Beis hamikdash, and the holy things of the gavul, the holy things outside of the Beis hamikdash. So Amalei, so now Rav, Rav Nachman says back to Rav Bibi, he says, What are these Kodshaya Gavul? What, 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 what holy things are you referring to which come from outside of the Beis Amigdash? So he says, Truma, do you mean Truma? But the Mishnah says, That our Mishnah tells us that there is this leniency of an outside and an inside in the Beisat Svita for Truma, meaning that there are different places of the vessel whereby if one thing became Tameh, it won't necessarily transmit Tuma to the other thing. And we do differentiate between the outside and the inside of a vessel with regards to, to Truma. So therefore you can't be referring to Truma when you say that there's, uh, there's no difference between the outside and the inside of a vessel. So, maybe you're discussing, maybe you're telling us about chulin, um, which for the scrupulous people, they kept at a level of kodesh. Um, maybe that's what you mean. So, if you were um, using a vessel for the usage of chulin, which is treated like kodesh, maybe then there's no difference between the inside and the outside. And if the outside becomes tame, even the inside becomes tame. So, Adakartun Milsa, Da'ama Rabba Baravua. Um, so at that stage, he says, you've reminded me of that which Rav, uh, uh, Rabbi Baravua said, that like we said before, that our mission is actually listening, listing 11 different uh, stringencies of Kodesh over Truma. 
And Sheshri Shoinus, Bain the Kodesh, Bain the Chulnish, and the first six ones apply both to Kodesh and to Chulun, which is treated like uh, with, the, with the level of, of, of Tahara, of purity as Kodesh. Um, and the Achroinus and the remaining five, Le Kodesh of Alola Chulun, Shanasa, Tarasa Kodesh, only apply to Kodesh, but not to Chulun, Shanasa, Tarasa Kodesh, not to Chulun, which is treated with that extra degree of stringency. So therefore, we see that when that statement was said in front of Ramachman, it was meaning that the, um, the Kodshe Mikdash is obviously referring to Kodesh, and then there's no differentiation between the Acharaim and the Toich. If the Acharaim is touched and is impurified, then it spreads to the inside as well. And the Kodshe Gvul that was mentioned is obviously not talking about Truma, because our Mishnah clearly says that there is a differentiation between the Acharaim and the Toich when it comes to Truma vessels. It must be referring to uh, which for the scrupulous individuals is treated with a degree of purity like Kodesh, in such a case, the, if the Achoi Raim, the outside of the Kli becomes Tomei, the inside was, will also become Tomei.